Welcome back to another edition of Every Step of the Way Bible Study Discussion Group. Um, a little more information about us. We're more of a discussion forum. A group of brothers that get together every Tuesday and talk about the gospel, share the gospel, share scriptures. And we tie it in with real life situations and, and try to make it plain. And, and hopefully everybody can relate to it. And, and we try to just bounce things off each other and make it make sense to to the average man or even a seasoned, even a seasoned person in the word. So hopefully you enjoy it. It's the group discussion everyone wants more of. The type of conversation people want to be a part of. We share the gospel, scriptures, and we talk real life situations. You've heard us and followed us on Facebook Live. Now you can watch us right here on the Vision Live Network. The wait is over. It's now time for the Hour of Truth. Welcome to the Every Step of the Way Bible Discussion Podcast. The Real starts now. No, right? <laughs> amen, amen. Nice to see y'all. Amen. Y'all ready? Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, once again for allowing us to assemble in your presence, God. And we ask right now that you be with us on this journey. As we get ready to get into your word, Father, we ask you to open up our understanding. Father, be with this group everywhere we go, Father. Let us be a light that men can see and ask, what must I do to be saved? God, we thank you for the two visitors we have here tonight, God, and let them know that coming into your kingdom is an important step, God, in their lives, Father. And we ask right now that you bless them tremendously, Father. Father, be with them as they go before school, God, wherever they are, Father, put a hedge of protection around them and keep them safe. Father, we thank you for the parents, God, that are leading them and teaching them your way, Father. Let them... Father, walk upright before their children, God, and they will continue to be a blessing into this world. Thank you for everything you're about to do. We ask you bless the man of God that's about to break the bread of life. Give him that understanding, God, that surpasses all knowledge. And Father, let us be have opening ears and understanding hearts to hear what does say the Lord. We give you all honor, praise, and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Brother Robert? That's right. That's right. We, uh, the title, Are You a Man of God? Let me read this scripture first, and we'll go from there. This is Genesis, first chapter, 26 verse. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image, and the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. So when we was, man was first created, the Lord God gave him dominion over the earth to take charge, to be his representation. Now we know that. It got lost in the Garden of Eden with Adam, the serpent, and Eden. But Jesus came and restored man's authority back. The thing about today is an individual walk with Christ to be that man that pleasing in the Lord's sight. And on last week, when we was talking a lot, a lot of things were said that really, not stole my thunder, but a lot of, 
on the lines that I, what I was thinking about. And the word truth get brought up a lot in our conversations. And we have to hold one another to our truths. Being a man of God, you know, I was talking to a pastor friend of mine this week, and he reminded me that during this pandemic, God kicked everybody out of his churches because we was allowing anything and everything to go on in the church. And a lot of people was rushing back to get back in the building, but there was no change. We talk about on, on this Zoom call, the things of reaching out to the community and doing things. But how many times did we hear that before they got back in the building? No, no, no. The lottery will be over there on the other side. Before the, these sanctuaries open back up. So what, I mean, what's changed now that they're back in the building? What, how many of us, or how many sanctuaries actually reached out to the community? Because there was a lot to be done, but how much of it was being done? I say that to go to this next scripture, and this is Genesis. 45, 45 and 1. Brother Rob, before, before, before you read that, do you agree that God kicked us out of his church with that statement? It's, it's not so much he kicked us out, but when things happen, there's opportunity to do things for God. You don't need to kick us. God don't need to kick us on the cross. Cause I can say I got I, my honest truth. I think I got even closer to God during the pandemic. But was you in the building? I mean, I had I personally had to go there because I'm a steward at the church and count the money. But you know, I mean, we wasn't in the church. No, we wasn't there. That's my point. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. See, I mean, I mean, church. That's just a building. The work is done outside the building, and that that that's my point. Okay. And that's the point that he was making, that okay. a lot of stuff that went on and, and going on now is not godly. Mm -hmm. It's not godly. It, it's just not. We we, we doing more uh, religious work than godly work. A lot of folks are not being saved because they're too busy concentrating on uh, letting the choir sing five songs and and, and and all kind of other stuff that not benefiting the unsaved. And the Great Commission is to make disciples. You know, the Bible also says, he said, God told the people that when you turn from me, that I will depart from you and the spirit of Ichabod will come upon the church. Mm. And what that means, the spirit of Ichabod means that the God is not with thee. And I think during the pandemic, he allowed the closure of churches so that we can reestablish what church is supposed to be about, what salvation is supposed to be about, what the commission, what our mission is supposed to be. Robert, Robert, Brother Robert is right when he's saying a lot of churches were more concerned about counting money, getting money, and being a, a place of entertainment mm -hmm. with light shows, smoke machines, and doing things to propagate God, but where there was no spirit in it. And so, and then God tells, and we look at Second Corinthians. They asked the question in chapter six. He and, and when he dedicated the temple, he said, "Will your spirit dwell here perpetually?" And then when God answers him in seven and, and, and 
chapter 7, he said, and my spirit will dwell perpetually in this place. But he sets a standard that you have to be, if my people which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, seek my faith, then I will hear from heaven. So that being said, when this pandemic came, God allowed these closures so that we could reestablish our relationship with him. And so I agree that that was the main purpose of, of the separation in the church during the pandemic. Brother Jonathan? Yes, sir. You got anything else, sir? I don't want to leave you. Oh, no, 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 sir. Yeah, I got you. Okay, well, like I said, the Lord don't have to close them. He can use any opportunity he wants to. He's God. And we as representatives, as ambassadors to the kingdom, we have to set a standard. We have to live a standard. We have to live a standard as men of God. And if we can't hold each other to that, then I and before we get off track, no, we'll never be perfect. We know that. Off all that falling short of the glory, we know that. You'll never be perfect. But there's still a standard. There's a standard of being a man or woman of God. And we have to hold each other accountable for that. And that's what's being lost in these buildings because nobody judge you not. That's right there in their holler. Judge you not. Let me tell you something. There's a scripture that said the saints of God are going to judge angels. Know mm -hmm. that now. The saints of God. Are gonna judge angels. If you can, if you're gonna judge angels, how can you not judge between a man and a woman or two men on earth now? Our righteousness have to exceed that of the unsaved and the ungodly. To know Christ, it doesn't make us perfect. Make us redeemed, not perfect. Mm -hmm. That's why we study to show ourselves for fruit. Not only that, that that we live this life. But that we show it to the world. We let our light shine. There's no good in having a, a jewel and, and not show it. We are the jewels. We're the image of Christ. We're the image of God. We're made in his image. So we have to walk. And, and, and like I said, we've been using the word truth lately. And we have to keep each other truthful. I'm not going to tell you you're right and you're wrong. That I, I don't love you if I do that. Right. Right. I, I don't know. I, I, I want to get a scripture. You're talking about judgment. It's John chapter 7, verse 24. It's the King James Version. It says, judge not according to their appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Mm -hmm. The Bible says when we judge ourselves, we judge and our neighbors, our judgment must be righteous. Not what I heard from someone else about that person or what I think that matters to truth, but what I know to be true by experience. And that's John chapter 7, verse 24. Thank you, sir. Uh, well, see, they really start with the first part, judge you not. That, that's, what they, that's all they hear. They, they don't hear the righteousness and all that. They don't hear that part. That's why a lot of folks are being left uh, by the wayside or falling by the wayside because they don't have that truth in them. The truth that make you free. It's the truth. Let me, uh, let me read this script. This is Genesis 45th chapter, and you know the story once I get started. 45th chapter, first verse. Then Joseph could not refrain himself before all them that stood by him. And he cried, causing every man to go out from me. And there stood no man with him, 
while Joseph made himself known unto his brethren. And he wept aloud, and the Egyptian and the house of Pharaoh heard. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I am Joseph. Does my father yet live? And his brethren could not answer him, for they were troubled at his presence. And Joseph said unto his brethren, Come near to me, I pray you. And they came near, and he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom ye sold into Egypt. Now, he could have had a grudge for being sold into slavery, for being put in the pit. He could have had a grudge. He could have been, he had all every reason to be mad, resentful, revengeful for the things that they did to him, for the things that Potiphar wife accused him of, but his character had a standard above that of the average man, and he found favor with God in all them situations. We have to be the same. Our character has to always be, listen, we'll never be perfect. We say it all the time. We're going to miss the mark. We know that. But we still have to strive for our character to be above reproach. That's what separates us from the ungodly. That they see us in that light. That they can say, anybody can say, that's a true man or woman of God. And I, I know a lot of folks, it's like everything else. There's different levels. And we all are on different levels and some are going to be on this level. Some, that's fine. But we still have to strive. None of us, are, and I hope nobody, Self of mediocrity. That car you, you just got, hey, I, I, you said what, three weeks, three and a half weeks, dirty bird? Look here, I know you riding high. I know it feel good. You didn't settle for anything. You set a standard on what you want. That's how we have to, I'm listening. Um, For me, that judgment thing, I've, I've been blessed to, I know a lot of people way probably way too many but what what stands out to me is that the judgment defense always comes from people who profess to be believers the unsaved rarely said you, you're here occasionally right but as a believer we know we face judgment one day ultimate judgment but yet when someone trying to hold us accountable that's our go-to. That's our go-to. Don't you judge me. You shouldn't be judging me. You, you shouldn't. Only God can judge me. All those things. But as a believer, we know we face an ultimate judgment. But yet, we, we don't want anybody to hold us accountable. In love, too, especially when it's done correctly. That just, it just strikes, it stands out to me when while we're talking about that. Well, why do why you think they run to it? Because they, well, this is me now. This is me talking. Because they want to be comfortable and they want your approval in what they're doing. And, and by, by us standing firm on the word of God, because the, the same one that you're talking about, they'll turn around and tell somebody else how to live right. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. They, they'll turn right around and chastise somebody else. They, not in front of you now, because you, you just told them. But they'll go, they'll go chastise somebody else. And, and, and you think they're the most holiest thing in this world. 
That's why when, when we were talking about truth, like I said, we brought truth up a lot lately. It, it's the truth. Listen, this ain't no fashion show. I'm not claiming to be nothing I, I'm not. I, I'm a man of God striving. As, as the Apostle Paul said, I'm striving for that mark of the high calling. I'm striving. Now, yes, I'm saved because I gave my life to Jesus Christ. I'm redeemed. And, and I take full confidence in knowing that Christ has accepted me. But he also expects me to live a certain way to represent him when I when I tell folks or when folks say, "Hey man, you you, 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 you say well, you know a little bit about Jesus." Yes, I do. I do know Jesus. I'm not I'm not going to turn my back and say no, I don't. Hmm. Well, I don't know that much. I, I I know what the word said about it. I know what he puts in my heart, and and I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Because it's the power of God and the salvation. And, and we have to always know that. And we have to all, listen, we, whether we want to admit it or not, we got a platform, each and every one of us. Every day, we represent our family, Jesus Christ, and our neighborhoods. Wherever we go, whatever we're doing, we represent. Amen. We represent. Hey, hey Glenn, What's from the, the scripture you read, you said... Only judges is righteous righteous judgment. What is righteous judgment? Righteous judgment means without any kind of preconceived notion. Um, if I judge you, it's like hold you accountable for something. Then I may need to make sure that I'm not judging you and I'm dealing with the same thing. And I'm in right standing when I come to you. And I come to you with a clean and pure heart with a with an understanding that I, I can't be telling you to do something I'm not doing myself. Right. And so when Paul is talking and, and he, when John is talking this and, and John, he's saying to them that when you judge, judge righteously, make sure you are caught up in the very sin you're trying to chastise. And that's righteous judgment. Now, nobody in themselves are righteous because even God said your righteousness is filthy rag. And so it is careful that he tells you that when you judge, as Robert said, we judge the angels. Now, judging the angels won't be here on earth. That, that is a heavenly assignment. Mm -hmm. uh, so you know, when we talk about judgment one to another, we don't want to be judges in condemnation. When you judge righteously, you want to be free from the sin that you are calling in question. And that person sees you, and then you can talk to them with, you, with humbleness and with love. Because if you're struggling with it yourself, how you put that personal action? Well, I know you're dealing with the same thing I'm dealing with. How you gonna tell me how to live if you struggle with it? Right, so if right. you come righteously or free from the sin itself, you can tell them. That's how you say you're overcomers by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. If you've been free from them, then you can come to them and tell them, I dealt with this. And you're dealing with the same thing. And it took this to get me out. That's righteous judgment. That, Go ahead, Prentice. No, I was I was looked I looked up that scripture that Christ mentioned and you just referenced is in First Corinthians six, where and well, it starts in verse two when he says, "Do you not know the saints will judge the world, mm -hmm. and if the world will be judged by you, are you unworthy to judge small matters? Do you not know that we would judge angels? Angels, yep." And that's in First Corinthians six, starting in verse two. Um, 
and then God asked about righteous judgment. And Todd asked the question, when Todd was talking about it earlier, he mentioned, you know, usually it's the saints that wants to throw that argument up. It's, it's a prideful thing again. I, I think we had talked about it before. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a, it's, it's a, what's the scripture talk about? They want to hear what their itching ears mm -hmm. want to hear. And, and, and that's where we get it a lot of times from. But, um, and it goes back to something we talked about before. So it's like a lot of times it's, it's how the person delivering it. I mean, if you bring in fire and brimstone and, and, and preaching hell, trying to preach the hell out of somebody and you, and you lighting the fire, you throwing gasoline, you know, you defeating the purpose. All right. And you know, instead of approaching it from a righteous manner, mm -hmm. you can't win nobody. Well, let me take that back. It ain't up to us to win nobody over no way. So I think that's sometimes where we get it confused that it, it ain't us, it's God. It's us, God using us to win someone over. We mess up when we try to take it and say we are the ones that are more righteous than we are. Than we are. And we try to live above righteousness when and show something that we are not. And God is <laughs> we've all seen it. We've all seen that when God, when you think you're more than what you are, God exposes it somehow. But when He puts you on front street, something in some kind of way it comes out. But in but in the wake of that, I, I think about how many people have been hurt mm -hmm. by that person. How many people have been turned away? Because of the way the person so-called tried to deliver righteousness to someone, we we see a lot of people that that are, that are but not knowing the truth because they was turned off by someone doing exactly that, and instead of meeting them on where they are, talking above their their level. Um, I mean, one of our first meetings. I want to jump in real quick. I got to get my nieces and my nephews in here so they can get ready for um for bed and school if they got to tighten up some schoolwork or whatever. So, so Glenn, Amen. Well, I want I wanted to talk to them because of the fact you know they're they're making a decision to uh, take God into their life at a young age, and that's a blessing. And so I, I want to. Um, First of all, let me get to them and put Josh on my screen. So, you know, I want to ask them, uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to lead them in the, in the announcement and the declaration of, of salvation. So uh, I want y'all to give me y'all names first. I'm Jaheem. I'm Jeanette. Jaheem and Jeanette? Jaheem. Ja okay. Hey, man, I'm going to call you John. Uh, I'm seeing some profit work in you, young man. Amen. Well, I'm going to ask you, John and Jeanette, I want to ask you, first of all, do you believe in Jesus Christ as the Son of God? Yes. Yes. Do you believe he died for your sins? Yes. yes. Then you shall be saved. I want you to ask you this question. Did you do this of your own free accord? Did somebody tell you you had to do it? No. 
I did this on my own. You did it on your own? Amen. Amen. Now, understanding Amen. that you are now saved. Now, what that means is that you have now been invited into the kingdom of God, and God has come into your life and into your heart, and he has given you what you but call the Holy Spirit. Now, it's going to begin to grow. And the way that you have it grow is that you read the Bible, you get understanding. If you got questions, you ask your mom and your dad. If you don't, if they don't have the answer, you got a whole bunch of uncles on here. You can call any one of us at any time, and we'll answer your question. If you need to talk face-to-face -face with one of us, you just call. We'll come, okay? Okay. And you're invited back anytime y'all want to come. You just come. You just tell daddy y'all can come on. If you got a oh. question about God or about Jesus or something you read, you can ask any one of us. We'll be right here for you, okay? Okay. Okay. All right. We love y'all. Y'all be blessed. We're going to pray over y'all, and then we're going to let y'all go because we know y'all got stuff to go. Father God, it's in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for these two souls. God, that have accepted you unto themselves, Father. We ask right now, God, that you touch them in a special way. Continue to let them be lights and be lights in their lives, God, that they will even shine before others. Their, their peers, and they will ask, what must they do to be saved? God, give them the understanding that when they read the word, it will come alive to them, God, and they'll be able to be a blessing with the brothers and sisters they come in contact with. God, you said in your word, a child shall lead them. So let them go into the classroom and into the schoolhouse and on the playground, school bus, or whatever environment they find themselves in, where people of their age, God, let them be able to lead them to you. Father, we thank you, and we ask that you continue just to bless them, Father. Yes. We ask right now a special blessing, God, as men of God assemble here, that you put a hedge of protection around them, God, and the God that you protect them in every way. Continue to bless the works of their hands, God, heal, deliver, and set free. We thank you in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. 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 Love y'all. Y'all, you're up. Y'all are there now. That We want your daddy to go ahead and. Uh, Texas, y'all names with the correct spelling because I'm going out tomorrow to buy you your own Bible. Thank you. <laughs> and Amen. I'm going to bring them up there Saturday Amen. and put them in your hands, okay? Amen. Okay. Amen. Everybody on the screen is your family and they have to love you. Remember that. They have to love you no matter what. Amen. We love you. Y'all have a blessed evening. We, we love you. I will, I'm going to call you guys tomorrow. No matter what. I want to know how you guys sleep yeah. tonight. So I definitely Amen. will be checking in with you guys sometimes tomorrow. Hmm. And before y'all go tell your daddy to screen through all of these faces and know that whenever you got something going on, all you got to do is say, Daddy, I need one of them. Amen. And you just pick one and call. We'll, we'll do what we need to do. Amen. 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 Love y'all. Y'all be blessed. Be blessed, guys. Good job. Yes, Good job, Glenn. Good job. Thank you, Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all know I how to try to make me cry, don't y'all? I, I love that. Hey, it's been a minute, man. It's been a minute. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I saw power. I saw power in their faces when they when they first came on. When I first came on. That's why I asked you. Right there, bro. I bless God for them. Yes. Yes. See that that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's that I mean, uh, most people wouldn't sit through that. They, they, them children. They wouldn't they wouldn't care for them. Yeah, they wouldn't care for that. But those that truly love God, they we are excited about them too. Amen. Amen. Yeah, we, we're excited. 
because we know we know what they represent and, and being that this is is the zoom call with us brothers uh jonathan you're not the baby no more brother I, I, i'm just trying to tell you i'm in dethroned <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> That's good. That's good, bro. <laughs> hey, man. Listen, and that's all. That's all I'm saying about being a man of God. Man, we gotta have a standard. We gotta encourage one another. We gotta continue to love one another. I, I mean, and I, I said something last weekend. I said it because. I'm not ashamed of the people I've came in contact with that I consider men and women of God. And I don't mind talking about them. Like I said about uh, Pastor Glenn, Brother, Brother Glenn, when he came to, to the church and preached our family friend, man, I, I still remember all that. Like like friends I met when he was 22 years old. And I, I tell folks, listen, you wouldn't believe. I talk about stuff like that because I know them to be true men of God, and I'm not going to be ashamed. I talk about people that I know. I don't talk about what I don't know. I talk about the brothers and sisters I know. If you over here, like, uh, yes, sir. I want to say this before before I get this moment, get too far away. What 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 we was talking about, um, what we was talking about Tuesday, and, and how Brother Josh felt what he felt, Mm, yeah. 100% confirmation that his feelings was inaccurate. Amen. Tonight could not have happened if he's not what God wants him to yeah. be. At this Amen. moment, at this Amen. moment tonight, tonight wouldn't even been close to happening if he's not what God thinks he should be. Just not, just wouldn't happen. So I wanted just to Amen. say that because I was feeling it so strong. Amen. I didn't want to get too far from it and come back to it, man. Great job, Josh. You, you the, the thing is, we, Glenn says it and Jerome says it and Robert says it a lot. We, round, we can't see us how God sees us. Mm. We, we can't. Amen. We, really, we can't even fathom how he sees us and that's that's what the struggle is. I, I, I feel worthy, but I can't see. He sees, Brother Charles said all the time, he sees a king, right? Yes. I see a mess at times. Mm -hmm. I, I see a mess at times, but he sees a king that got yes. all kinds of potential and he's going to do mm -hmm. great things, great things. But at yeah. times I see a wreck. I see a wretch like me. So I just wanted to put that out there. Good job, Amen. Brother Todd. Good job. That's good. That's good. That's good. I mean, and that just shows the relevance of, of Robert's message. But what Robert is speaking is, is so relevant because of the fact is that if we aren't men of God, we can't be examples for our children. We can't be examples mm -hmm. for the community. That's so right. everything he is teaching us tonight is just on point. None of this is by by circumstance or by happenstance. There was a reason we had to have our conversation last week so we could be open. That's and then right. the very title of the lesson tonight, Are You a Man of God? And giving us the, the perspective of what it takes, being in the image of God, um, being able to be humble enough to forgive others that have wronged you and That's proclaim right. because the favor of God has been in your life through all adversity. And as Robert keeps saying, you know, being able to speak about people you know to be righteous enough before God that you see the life living that they live. And 
if we live a life according to that way, we can truly call ourselves men of God because now the fruit is beginning to bear. Mm -hmm. You know, Robert's lesson tonight will ring true to know that I, I can't judge you unless I got myself cleaned up. You know, and then see Jonathan's children come to this platform and ask the question because of the way him and his wife live before their children. That that is what it's all about. That we leave a legacy, and now you you see it has been established. And this is why this is so important. And you're right, Todd. The moment can't flee. That we have to admit and understand. That's why Jonathan made the proclamation that he made. And it's the reason why Robert is teaching us what he's teaching. God ordered our steps. That is the most important thing. Amen. Hey, brother, then we got we got to get at the Josh because I ain't married yet. But you know, I I I I apologize I was a little late tonight, but from the time that I've got on what I witnessed just a few minutes ago, if every step of the way stop coming on this Zoom call at night. You, we have, God has used us to purpose. We've seen two babies surrender their life to the Lord. It don't Amen. get no better than that. Amen. Amen. It really don't. That's right. That's what, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Go ahead and stick your chest out, man. Them your babies. Come on, man. <laughs> baby, man. I, I can't. That's all glory to God. That's hey, all glory hey, to God. Hey, he used you to reach them. Amen. You and your wife. And and, and it, it's it's the glory to God, but he has a son to show his glory through. Yeah. And that's you. And that's you. So, so 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 we know you're not trying to pump yourself up. But as a brother, I'm going to acknowledge that that was your moment that he used you yes. for his glory. And, and, and that's what it's all about. That's what yes. it's about. Man, I'm, I'm so proud of you. And I ain't talking about that proud, that, that fake stuff. I'm talking about as a brother. As a brother, you see the fruits of your labor, dog. God bless you, man. We, we can't God forget about, about our matriarch, though, my wife, Lana, because she Hey, me in line. Okay. Okay. Y'all married, right? Amen. Doc, when we send it to you, it's to her too. It's to her too. Oh, yeah. we, we're not we're not gonna ever try to separate what God has already put together. Come no, we you better say that. Yeah, we'll never, like that. Man, like that. We'll never do that, bro. You celebrate never. that. Never. Brother Dakota. Yes, sir. Oh man, you just missed. <laughs> the most amazing thing to ever happen on every step of the way. Uh, Brother Josh Kids just gave his life to Christ, man. And, and this, it was, Amen. Yeah, yes, it was, sir. It was just such an awesome moment, man. I, I wish we could freeze it, man, and just have it, man. It's just so special, man. It's just That's awesome. Praise I just, God. I wanted you to know what, what's going on so we don't be talking around it. Thank you. Yeah, man, they just left about 10 minutes ago, man. And 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 they so 
The amazing part, man, they sat there for 30 minutes, man, like focused, locked mm. in and listening mm. to the word, yearning the word, yearning the word, man. They And you can see their desire in their tent and their love for, for Christ, mm. man. Just amazing moment. Hey, man, that's great news there. The angels in heaven rejoice. Hallelujah, God. Amen. Yes, sir. Mm. Always great news. Whenever somebody get their life to Christ, that's what it's all about, right there. That's it. Right. So it's right there. Adding to the kingdom, man. Adding that's to it, the kingdom. Amen. I, I know, I know this been a for me and Jerome and Glenn. Uh, we probably at seven, we probably at 70 weeks at least, probably close to 70 weeks. And I I'm, I have to be honest, it's it's a lot, it's a lot for me, right? But tonight, man, tonight made it all worth it. Brother hey. Charles just said it. Brother Charles said it, you know, if we don't ever do nothing else, if we don't yeah. ever come back on again, it, that yeah. moment, it validated everything yeah. that Glenn wanted started and what Jerome been talking about for two years before we started. And so, man, wow, man, wow. Mm. I'm not going to pick on his name, but. Uh, I'm going to tell you something that I was meditating on today that Jerome said a while back. And he made the statement of, why not start the church now? <laughs> and, and, and it came to me and, and I was meditating because I know we're we talking about the two that just gave their life to Christ, but I, I, I'm thinking the Lord has something major, something bigger for the Zoom call. Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking that because, like I said, I was meditating on the day and, and, and Jerome came into my mind because he said, I remember him saying it and we was all talking and and, and there were so many people on, on here and, and he just said, well, well we start the church now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Amen. So, so I'm, just, I'm just saying, man, I, I know we, we, we happy for the two that gave their life tonight, but I, I just see bigger and greater things. Amen. You see it. Hey man. This this journey is so awesome to me, man. And it's so many humbling moments. I shared some with Josh earlier <laughs> that that I I really I've been praying for like Lord show me show me and it, and I know I I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say I when I prayed, I knew I had pride in my prayer because I didn't want to be totally wrong about something, right? And so I said, hey, if I'm wrong, Lord, show me. It's been two over two weeks, maybe three weeks. <laughs> and and as soon as I log on Facebook day, boom, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and that's, and for me, it's okay because it's, hey, I pray. We don't get what we pray. We don't get what we ask for. He answered it. He didn't give me the answer I wanted, but he he, he answered it. Yeah, you're an idiot, Todd. You knew that when you looked in the mirror. Like, but it's just so humbling to to know that to be in the presence of the Lord, because this way is not my way. So I don't been an idiot before. I just been Josh just laughed about that man. I just wanted to share, share it with you. That's right. That's right. That's right. I just, I got, I got these, just God told Moses 
after all Moses said that he wasn't going to go to the promised land. Mm -hmm. Samuel told Saul he wasn't going to be king no more. I, I, I mean, and Samuel was his confident confidant from day one. But after he did what he did and God said that he was going to take the kingdom away from him, Samuel had to go tell him that. Mm -hmm. Nathan told David <laughs> after he had Uriah killed. Amen. So, so my point is, we have to be like, like I said, we've been saying it lately a lot. We have to be true to each other because that's what God expects, no matter what. Now, now a lot of folks wouldn't call themselves an idiot like Todd just did after he did that and laugh about it because he said pride, pride will get you. But it's the truth. Right. The truth. God don't care about what what you thinking. Man, it's not working. It's the final truth. God's, God's <laughs> truth. It's the final truth. See, yeah. once he show you, that's right. There's nowhere you can look to. Listen, and and, and it, it just there was a. Let me read this, and I'm gonna be finished with it. This is uh Daniel five and eleven. There was a man in thy kingdom, in whom is the spirit of the holy God. And in the days of thy father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the God was found in him, whom the king Nebuchadnezzar, thy father, the king, I say, thy father, made master of the magicians, astrologers, and the shadows. And Sue said, this is somebody that professing that Daniel is able to do these things because she's seen it done before. She witnessed him being a servant to the king before him. That that the God speaks through him. That that the dream he can interpret dreams and, and do these things. My point is, we have to be like that. We have to be able for folks to say, "I know that he's a man of God. He's gonna be perfect." Yeah, may not be perfect, but I know he follows God. I know he's living that life. Everybody's not doing that. They're not. I, I don't care what their titles are. Titles don't make you. Titles don't make you. The greatest titles is brothers and sisters. Being saved. That's the greatest title. The mother titles, listen, people are not living up to them. And, and it's sad because you said earlier, Man, they lead more folks away from the church than they lead to the church. My God. Because of their lifestyle. How you gonna leave tell me about God and, and you actually don't believe in yourself? Because if you did, you wouldn't be living like that. You wouldn't be saying one that doing another. Yes, sir. For 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 one of us, men of gods, and if we was to withhold the truth from one of us each other for one another is that is that considered a sin or is that something we will have to answer for what on judgment day how how is that how is that view from the kingdom you you asking robert you asking who whoever anybody well, first of all to do 
You said withhold the truth. Now, is, that's a that's a three situational question. First situation is, is God telling you to tell that person? Yeah. Second situation is, is are y'all having a conversation and they ask you for the truth? And the third situation is, is it's, un, it's unsaid. First situation is, if God is telling you to tell that person you withhold it, he tells you in the book of Daniel, that if you see your brother overtaken in fault and you warn him, you win your brother. But if you do not warn him and your brother died in that sin, I require that blood at your hand. Ooh. I mean, I'm sorry, I think that's, that's uh, Isaiah. Then the second conversation is if a person asks you and you lie to them and don't tell them the truth, all liars shall have their part in the lake of fire. So that's judgment day condemnation. And if it's a third thing that where it is not spoken and you don't say anything, refer to the first, because if you know in your heart that it's something that person needs to know to save their soul, you're gonna have to give accountability for it. And that's, that's, that's good, that's good. That's that's awesome answer because a lot of times, I think a lot of times we, we are in situations yeah. And, and depending on if we started our day in prayer or we've been in communion and fellowship with the Holy Spirit or whatever, sometimes it's easy for us to respond in a in a worldly manner or a fleshly manner versus taking taking that second, taking the second to, to ponder those three, what you just asked is Lord, what 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 shall you have me say at mm -hmm. this moment? And that way I can be guided in the right direction versus boom, just, just to get somebody. Cause the, cause you don't want to be in frowned upon because you just aggravated. You don't feel like being bothered. You know what I'm saying? I think we should always tap into the Holy spirit. Amen. That's that, but you know, that, that question is, is a powerful question in itself. When somebody asks you a question and they're pondering something, if you cannot answer with the truth, why answer at all? Amen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. it is more truthful to tell the truth is I really need to think about what you asked me because I don't know how to respond to that. Or to be honest and say, look, right now I'm, I'm more in my flesh than I am in my spirit. And if I answer that, I can't give you an accurate answer. Right. If, I like if that. If you truthful in that manner, that person can actually accept that. That, that you're not the person to ask. And you can be honest, maybe I'm not the person that you might want to have that conversation with. <clears throat> and give them the opportunity to seek guidance and counsel from somewhere else. There's nothing wrong with that. However, if they ask the question and God immediately gives you an answer, you can take this, you can take a second and say, hey, let, let me pray on that and come back. Confirm with God that's the answer that he wants to give and then come back and give the answer. Those are circumstances right. that you can take on as well. It's good. Glenn, one thing I want to add to what you're saying. Sometimes we got to search the scriptures and look for the answer. True. Mm, man. And that's and oh, that's yeah. true. You know, make sure that your, your answer lines up with the, the, the word of God and mm -hmm. not worldly or what you may think. Because sometimes we answer things the way we see it through our own eyes or whatever. Personal experiences. Personal experience. And that may not be right for that person. It might've been what you went through, but it might not be the same for that other person. Right. But, but if you go with God and go with the word, you know you're giving them a good answer. That's it. That's good, Jerome. Cause you know, if you think about it, opinion 
my opinion won't give you no life. It's just my Right. I like that, y'all. I like my that, y'all. My opinion can't change nothing. My opinion can't add to nothing. The only thing that's going to stand is the truth. And the truth, the word of God says, change your life. Because I can have an experience and tell you what I did in that experience, and you take what I told you as, as the truth, and it was just a fact. And your results will, might not even come nowhere close to what Amen. mine will. But when I tell you the truth, or when somebody tell you the truth, the truth changes the fact. Amen. Mm, that's good right there. <laughs> truth changes. And that's and that's why it's good. That's why it's good to have relationships. Because when someone comes to you, they come to you from the relational, they trust you. And and most of the time, they they are at least in a situation. They're in a place, not necessarily a bad place, mm-hmm. not necessarily a bad place, but they are in a place. And so it's okay to say, "Hey, like Jerome say, can I get can I get with you? I got your number." You know what I'm saying? No one comes to you; they need a right now answer. I know I get calls all the time about stuff. No one needs to an answer. They never had to do say, "Hey, man, I just really need to know what to do." So we you know let's be mindful and say, hey, hey, bro, that's that's a really good question, man. Let me let me search the word and see what's what God say do. Yeah, because I've been through that three times. I did it this way three times. I monked it up three times. So you know what I'm saying? So so a lot of times when we share our personal experiences, we seem to forget that it rarely always it rarely works out in our favor. And so I don't want to share what happened for me that didn't work well for me to someone who's in a situation that's that's a stain on the kingdom. If I'm if he's looking at me as a man of God and I'm giving him advice from my personal experiences that generally didn't turn out well. And you got to be careful because the Bible said we're overcoming by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Your mm-hmm. testimonies came to bring light. And it is a sharing of an experience. However, if you cannot find it in the word, you might need to keep it to yourself. Right, right, right. Because it's the word in the testimony that's going to give life. It's Mm -hmm. it's that person understanding that the anointing that destroys the yoke. If that word is not anointed coming out of you, it cannot destroy what you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. And so, and the only way it's going to be anointed is if it's, it's based on the word of God. Mm-hmm. And when you share your experience, you share your experience from the word. Give a person what you need. Man, yeah, yeah, I know what you're dealing with. I understand. I went to God, and this was what God said for me. So my mm-hmm. advice to you is to go to God. I'll go with you in prayer. We'll touch and agree. And then I ask God to open up your understanding, order your steps, that he will come to you and reveal what it is you need to do. And then if it's anything I can do to help you along this journey, then I will make myself available. But that's how we need to approach that. Because some people need to know, because you're going to understand that they can see you came out of it. Because when you go, they're going through something and you've been through it, you can identify with it. But then, yeah. as you said, you have to be careful how you tell your story. Because too many times we tell our story and we are the ones that's the hero in the story. Yeah. And not the God that, that changed the situation. Yeah, and, and we and we take credit for something God did, 
And that's where we got to be careful. Give him his glory and watch him change the story. Amen. That's Amen. good. That's good. Amen. Amen. Robert, Robert the, the, the whole title, Are You a Man of God? That brings reconciliation from a personal standpoint. We have to look inside of ourselves. How do we measure up? I'm made in his image. I understand the power that's on the inside of me by way of the Holy Spirit. But when it comes to other people seeing me, how do I measure up? And, and that's, power, that's a powerful question you ask tonight. Mm. Amen. I receive. Amen. My mentor, my mentor lives in Raleigh. And for years, he asked himself at the beginning of the week, do I look like a man of God? Do I look like who I say I am? Yes. And what am I doing in terms of both of those questions? He says yeah. he does it every 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 Monday, every Monday morning when he gets up early and reads his Bible. What 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 from last week didn't satisfy, didn't please God? And so when Brother Robert sent me that last week, it just reminded me of that. It's a really great topic tonight, man. Really great topic, man. Man, I'm so overjoyed, man. Just a great night, man. Anybody got anything they want to want to say before we do our shout out and takeaway? Like, I ain't ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to give my first shout out if if you allow me to. Uh, thinking about last week, Robert was supposed to teach last week. And God guided us, the Holy Spirit guided us to kind of just talk and share mm -hmm. what was going on in our lives and what we were dealing with. Then the Holy Spirit turns around and brings Robert back tonight. <laughs> Are you a man of God? Come on now. Through the night, two souls were added to the kingdom of God. Mm. Mm. It don't get no, if you're looking for the manifestation and the glory of God, mm. right on this Zoom tonight. Mm. That's it. That's my. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, when, when, Josh, when Josh was talking about what he felt last week, uh, I think it's a common thing because I felt I feel that way at times often. Oftentimes I feel that way. And then I'm looking at all these faces, man. All you guys. Again, Josh at work. Man, I ain't talked to this dude for weeks. And then you speak to him some most mornings. I'm talking about for real. Like, why don't he speak to me yet? He don't want to speak to him. But then tonight takes place. <laughs> tonight happens. His beautiful kids give their life to Christ. And so he's talking in 2018. I met him and walked by him 50 mornings in a row. <laughs> we walked by each other, not really close, but in the same area for over a month, of, probably about a month and a half, Josh. And, and my spirit kept telling me, hey, talk to that brother. Man, it's cold, it's early. I don't know, mess with that cat. He is super busy. But then when it happens, and he'd been here ever since. He'd been here ever since. And 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 most of me feel like that was my purpose at that job. Honestly, that was my purpose for being there, for mm. to connect with him, our lifelong brother, a lifelong brother for life. Yeah. And so, man, man, I just want to say, man, I love Amen. you guys, man. 
man, I feel like I owe you guys some money. <laughs> man, Jerome talks about it. He don't say it as much on here, man, but he talks about how, what what this means Tuesday, Tuesday night, what it means to him. Man, good Lord, what it means to me. Man, you guys are, man, y'all my rocks, man. I, I've been fortunate enough, man. I've had so, I done had conversations. I talked to Glenn the other night for about 45 minutes. And I've, when I say this, it's, it really is, it's truly a blessing to be able to talk to guys and they ain't got to hear MF every 30 seconds and beads and beads and, and, and SOBs because you can't call everybody and get straightforward. I, I can call some dudes that are asking to fall on the first ring. And we could talk for two hours. They'll never tell me I'm wrong. They'll never say you don't need to do that. They'll never say, "Hey, man, that ain't what you say you are." They'll never say it. If if anything, hey, man, it's a party this weekend. Let's roll. And it, and that's and God got that in our lives for that reason because we gotta we gotta know which side we represent. And I say represent because yeah. rep if you know what represent means. What do I stand for? What side am I on? Man, man, I love you guys. Woo! Great night. Hey, I'm, I'm going to call my nieces and nephews, Jerome and the boys' uncles, because they're little old, they granddaddies. I'm uncles. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Anybody heard from Rick and, and Brother George? I'm going to check on Rick uh, tonight. He's been in my spirit. Mine too. Mine too. Y'all know Brother George on vacation. Remember, he on that island. He's on that That's trip. Right. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Um, we keep him in prayer. He, he's on the island drinking Bahama Mamas or something. Hey, man. <laughs> so we got to keep him in prayer. Hey, and I'm sure, I'm sure he done call each, each and every one of y'all, man. But George is truly a blessing, man. Man, mm. man George called you. It almost like he got a time. I think he got a timer on his phone, like, set to certain days. Like, for real, he calls almost about the same time. Hey, brother Todd, man, I just call him thinking about you. I love you, man. And, and, and sometimes it just catch you off guard. But the sincerity yeah. is always the same. The sincerity is always the same. He don't want to hold the phone, go up and talk to you 30 minutes, none of that. He he just want to hear your voice. And he want, he want you to know that he loves you. And he says it. And he's so sincere, man. And and then, man, life is okay. When, 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 you, when a brother just call you out of blue and tell you he love you and he mean it, Man, man, yeah. it don't matter what you're going through, man. And that's a man of God that you know he's calling with the spirit of God inside of him. Man, it's all right. I can get through this. I can man. get through it. He, he always say, Brother Todd, you're going to be okay. God got great things. That's why I said great things earlier. But anyway, let's get these shout outs and takeaways, man. Great night. Great night. Brother Johnson, give me something. Um, Brother Robert, thank you for that subject tonight. I know I still need to study and learn on that. And uh, I know I'm still growing. And that's something I are, you're a man of God. But God worked through children tonight for me. He worked <laughs> through the kids tonight. Right. And that goes to show you that God can work through anybody, no matter age, form, or fashion. So if a young kid says something, they don't know what they're saying, but it catches my attention, and, like, that's God talking to me, I'm going to take that in with me. So that's why I just thank him for working through anybody and everybody. And I right. thank y'all and I love y'all, too. Amen. Amen. Yeah, John, I love you, man. Brother Prentice. Um, got on a little late. Um, uh, Glenn gave his prayers tonight. Uh, pray for my brother's mother. He had to rush to the hospital. I had to talk, uh, talking with him for a little bit. 
Um, my daughter's on a plane tomorrow, going to LA for the first time. So put that in your prayers. As Todd said, I appreciate all you brothers. Um, I got a, I, I got a connection with, with all of y'all. Um, and I really feel that. Mm -hmm. I really feel that. And, and I appreciate each and every last one of you. Love you guys. Love you too, bro. Love you too. Brother Chuck. Oh, man. I, I just thank God for using you brothers to help me. Uh, it's just like, uh, mm, you, God is using you to share. And as you share, talk about your feelings and how you, how you love each connection. Uh, Brother Robert, uh, I don't wait, but for allowing God to use that topic, man. That topic was right. And I thank him for it. As Glenn asked the, to remember our family, we lost one of our, I lost one of my first cousins today. Mm -hmm. And that's why I was on late. And, uh, but he's a believer. He's in the presence of God. Love you. Good job. Good job, Brother Robert. Love Brother Charles, love you too. Brother Robert. Man, I love you, brothers. Uh, Brother Jerome, I don't know where we going on the Zoom call, but I got a seat in the van. I'm just letting you know. I'm going. I'm going God bless you, man. Amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just touched tonight, man. <laughs> Good job. Good job, brother Robert. Um, great topic, man. You, that thing set for two weeks, and it was, it was fire, yeah. man. Life changing, change lives tonight, man. Good job, love you, brother Josh. Um, brother Robert, thank you for the message tonight. I think it was spot on, and I think for me, um, just kind of what I've been meditating on. I feel like Jerome set it up last week. I went and I read the story of uh, Malam and his donkey, mm -hmm. and just the story that you talked about tonight of Joseph. I feel like it just sums something up for me, and I feel like if we if we acted as someone's donkey like Belong and his donkey did. If we really love somebody and put our life on the line to save people that we love, and if we kept our character like Joseph did when his 12 brothers sold him into slavery and he built himself up and then Potiphar's wife lied on him and shot him all the way back down and just be able to keep his character through all that. If we put them two traits together, I feel like, man, we, could, we really could change the world. And I love y'all. And I, I thank y'all for, for just accepting my babies. That that Amen. means the world. Amen. Amen. Hey, hey, good job, bro. Do my babies now. Do my Amen. babies now. I'm definitely going to call, man, check on them tomorrow. Because they, they're going to sleep different tonight, man. I just really want to yeah. talk to them for a second, man. Good job. Love you. Love you. Thank you personally for all you've been doing for me, man. I'm about to give you a gift card or something. <laughs> I've been wearing it for now. It's vice versa. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. vice versa. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. Dirty dog, whatever dog. Georgia, Florida dog, whatever dog. I, I, I can hear the hater rate in your voice from Sunday, but it's okay, bro. It's, it's going to be all right. <laughs> hey, first of all, I want to tell Brother um, Robert, man, powerful subject tonight. I'm, I'm actually speechless, man. I, I've encountered a whole lot of things in my 30 years of being part of the church, but tonight was... On another level, I'm I'm speechless, man. Yeah, man, that's good. I, I you know, I, I, 
No, they say they said man ain't supposed to cry. Hey, you take that somewhere else, bro. I actually had tears coming out of my eye, bro. Hey, Amen. But uh, hey, and and um, did talk to brother Vaughn. He asked me why we was on Zoom. He was actually texting me, and I think we're right about eighty five percent sure that I'm gonna be a perfect match with him. I got to go up to, I got to call Ohio State University tomorrow. The hey. the clinic, and. Once I call them, I gotta set an appointment to go up there and that'll be the final stage. And if so, my brother getting my kidney. You gotta get Amen. it with you. Amen. 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 We're definitely gonna be praying for that, man. That's that's such a big thing on you for you. It shows it shows your character and your heart and the God inside of you, man. So mm -hmm. good luck. Love you, man. Love you. Brother Cody. Amen. Amen. God bless you, brothers. Praise the Lord on the night. <clears throat> amen. That was that was an awesome testimony that you when you said that about them two souls coming to Christ. You know, you don't get no better than that. It just really don't. Because that's what it's all about. Saving souls and people committing and giving their lives to Christ. Amen. And um, I hate that I missed pretty much most of the uh the lesson on tonight, but are you a man of God? My God, I mean that's you can take so much from that because a man of God loves God unconditionally. A man of God loves the word of God. A man of God just loves living for God, mm -hmm. living for the word and doing godly things. Um, for instance, you said, um, like what Joshua just said about Joseph and Potiphar's wife. What I like about that is how when he ran from Potiphar's wife, he knew it wasn't right to get with her. That's in the book of Genesis and the law wasn't even out yet about adultery. And that's why and he knew not to get with another man's wife. I mean, I'm still mind blown by that because at that time, incest and all kind of stuff was in during that time. And he knew not to get with another man's wife like that. And I always loved that about him. That wasn't like I said, uh, nobody knew what adultery was yet. That hasn't been defined yet at that point. And he did that. I mean, the Bible said about Daniel, he has an excellent spirit and whatnot. I would love for God to say that about me. I would love for God to say that. I'm a man of his own heart. And, uh, I'm his friend and all of that, what he said about those mighty men of God in the Bible. But a true man of God is just like Apostle Paul rebuked Peter to his face when Peter mm -hmm. was doing something that he wasn't supposed to be doing, when he shied away from the Gentiles and all of that type of stuff. See, a man of God, don't mind telling another man of God that he's wrong and whatnot if he's doing something he ain't supposed to be doing. You know, are you a man of God? Will you do those things? You know, we have to tell brothers some things that's uncomfortable sometimes. If somebody's out of order, you got to let them know they're out of order. And that's just all it is to it. Amen. But God bless all you brothers. And uh, and definitely Dirty Bird will be praying for you, man. I would, I would love to know your real name. I don't mind asking God to give Dirty Bird a match, but I would like to see your name, brother. And whatnot. <laughs> but, uh, but God know who I'm talking about. Don't know this Zoom name, but... I, I love all you brothers, man, and, and God bless you. I'll be praying for you, Bird, and whatnot. And uh, and uh, once again, let's keep Brother George in prayer and Brother Rick as well and whatnot. And God bless, and I love you, brothers. Amen. Right. Good job, man. Good job, Dakota. Love you, too. Brother Drone. Oh, man. <clears throat> I'm going to try to do this. You know, all night I've been humbled. I've just been humbled by what I saw, first of all, from Josh kids. But... You know, Brother Robert, man, this 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 question about are you a man of God? I won't answer it. I'll just live it. Come I'll on just, now. Mm -hmm. 
and let God decide or let you decide who you see. It humbles me because I never thought in my life that I'll be sitting here and be part of a conversation that ask, are you a man of God? Mm -hmm. And I've been sitting here all night, man, just fighting back my tears, the sensitive side want to come out, but it's so amazing when you see God moves in your life and you know that it's God. Whether you're a man of God, it's not for me to answer, but you know. Nobody has to answer you. You know. You just know because you know who you are. And when you know who you are, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Mm-hmm. Only God knows. That's it. Go back to that, you know, you go back to that song when and when Tupac said only God can judge me, they have mm-hmm. so much realness to it. I don't know where he came up with it from. But he apparently he had something, some insight to God to be able to write a song like that when he said, only God can judge me. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. But am I a man of God? I'll let you guys decide. But man, this this thing tonight, it touched me in a, a mighty way because I fight so hard to be something, to be, to be a man of God. I read a lot and I study to be a man of God. I try. I fall short, but I try. And there's nothing better than to, to, to watch kids, man, give their life to Christ to know that they got a covering for the rest yeah. of them. For the rest of those lives, man, those kids. Amen. Yes. They got, they got a it, covering. They're part of a fraternity, if you want to call it that. They're yeah. part of something great. And man, I, I was just, I'm just humbled that they was willing to do that. I look back over my life and it took me so long. So to be able to be here and to witness that, man, it was, it was a real, it's an honor. It was an honor to be here tonight. That's all I got. Done. To. You done, Jay? Yeah, I'm done. Hey, it was good, man. It was deep too. Good job. Love you, man. Um, Man, so many different things took place in my in my spirit tonight, man. Am I a man of God? Even even when when we step out of character, even even when I step out of character, even when I don't feel like I am, he he still covers me. He keeps his hands around me. He wraps me in his arms, and even through my mistakes. He keeps blessing me and he keeps showing me and leading me towards my purpose and, and my goal. And, and um, by, at the end of the month, I, 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 I'm gonna invite you guys to meet me down at the park, man. I'm gonna I'm I'm probably do a post in the next day or so, probably tonight, and take up some more clothing and, and, and start back with the homeless. I haven't been out in a, about two months now. And so, man, even in my, even through my mistakes, and when I when I feel less than, when I feel inadequate, because I don't know if feeling inadequate, consistent regularly, I feel it sometimes. But even through then, my purpose never strays away from me, man. And so, really great topic tonight. Everybody got the text about the meeting greet. Did everybody get the text? Yeah. I, I, Whatever, when Jerome get here and whenever he, whatever is a good time for him, nothing, I don't want it to be nothing fancy. Go meet somewhere and grab something to eat. I just want to meet everybody, finally meet each other and get that out of the way. So we, we'll be talking and probably have Glenn look for some spots in Columbia or whatever, Rob, brother Robert, something, somebody printed. Just, just a spot that's going to hold 10 or 12 of us or whatever. Whatever it's gonna be, man. Just another great night, man. 
Good job. I love you guys. Brother Glenn, take us home. Amen. I mean, again, man, just awesome topic, Robert. <clears throat> you know, am I a man of God? Definitely to look, uh, introspect, you know, inside yourself to see where you measure up according to what you believe about yourself. And then according to what God believes about you. Ty, when you measure yourself up against God, you're always going to feel inadequate. Because Amen. when he reveals Amen. his purpose into you, you see what he sees about you. You don't see what you saw about you. And it Amen. changes the way you look at yourself. Jerome and the humbleness of what he said, all I can do is live it and let God judge it. Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a true statement. That's all mm -hmm. we can do is see what we can be to the best of our ability and let God show us what he wants us to become. That's what right. it's about. That's what this journey is about. Man, to see the I, babies, man, that, that is, mm -hmm. that's not this world. Yes. That, I, that makes I, it for me. Yep. Y'all said that thing. If nothing else happens yeah. from this group, as yeah. long as that right there just took place, I'm done. That, that, my, that's my, it. I'm, I'm done. Yes. That's what it's about. Because yeah. now they have an experience that they can share and that they can show somebody else and when you see them leading and living and becoming that's what it's all about and i bless god for the opportunity it is to be a part of it and that's hey. something special i i heard the prayer request if anybody got any more they want to speak out please speak it out before we pray i know i, I got a prayer request amen what is it Greg. This is, uh, brother gregory thompson um kind of camera shy sometimes I have a lot going on at nighttime when I get home so mm -hmm. it'll be a distraction but um I appreciate you guys I love you guys and um you know me and Mr. Charles we were talking about the topic today about you know being kings and priests and um being a man of God um sometimes I feel that you know when I take two steps forward I always get five go five steps backwards and I don't do wrong but it's just like it's just like the devil he's just always putting something in my plate for me to have to take care of for me to have to handle you know mm -hmm. um you know like a, you know it's like my personal issue you know trying to get my credit back right you know when my stepdaughter passed back in 2016 man I messed up a lot of stuff finally getting it back right and then you know, I go check my score and it's down four points because of something that happened back in 2017, you know, and it, it's just, it's a, it hurts me and it just, you know, and, and I, I try my best to do what I can for my family and try to live and be a light for everyone that's around me, but it just, I get discouraged, so Tonight, I just ask for y'all's prayers that I can just continue to be strong and keep mm -hmm. on my journey, take care of my family like I am doing. And, um, you know, I don't really see y'all brothers all the time. I haven't met some of y'all. Um, but I know I talk to Mr. Charles every day, man, when we pressure watch him, man, he just uplifts me so much, you know, past two years. And, um, you know, he keeps me going and Amen. so i just ask for the prayer that i can just continue to do the right thing and um you know the devil will just get off my back so Amen. that's my request to y'all tonight
Amen. Well, brother, I'm going to speak to you what I just heard the Lord say. And I want you to go and look at the scripture yourself. It's Psalms 37 and 23. And it says, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And though he falls, should no wise be cast out because the Lord upholdeth with his hand. I've been young and I've been old. Never have I seen the righteous forsaken over his seed begging for bread. That's what David said. And I said that to say this to you, that whenever you're trying to do something, wherever the devil is messing, that's what God is planning on blessing. You Amen. cannot allow yourself to be distracted. Keep going forward. Trust and believe. I understand what you're going through. I lost everything, everything in 2016 when I got sick. And I'm slowly getting it back. It is a, it is a journey, but it's worth it on the other end. You just got to keep staying focused. Keep doing what you're doing. Do not give up. Put that in your, and then go to the 91st Psalm and read it every day. And those two will begin to show you what God intends for your life. And, and I, I, I see you every once in a while. I didn't know who you was, but I see it at the bottom. And I see, you know, granted, you know, you don't say anything. But I want to speak that to your life right now. Those two scriptures, you read them, understand them, take them in. And then when you get those into you, look on Psalms 121. Because God's not going to allow the devil to overtake you. And that, and that when you get those three resonating in your spirit, watch God work. That's what, it, that's what it's about. And Mr. Charles is here with you. And any one of us, you reach out to, bro. We, we right here. You reach out to him. If you if you don't have a number, he can get it. He'll call him. And we say it all the time, and we mean that. It ain't nothing but a road trip. Yeah. We mean yeah. that. that. That's for real. And some of us know people that are experts in the field that you're dealing with. Reach out. We may be able to put you in the right direction. All right? I appreciate it very much. Thank you all. All right. Thank you. All right, brother. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and pray. Father God, it's in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity. God, we thank you for tonight, God. Yes, now, Father, you answered the question, are you men of God, by showing us the example that you have set before us, God, that we talk to each other, we love each other, we're truthful with each other enough, God, that we can consider ourselves men of God and on this journey because you placed us here together. And Father, we thank you for the babies that you added to your kingdom tonight, Father, how their spirit, God, was pricked by the life that their parents lived, God. And they asked, what must they do to be saved? And Father, and then and watch parents reach out, God, to ask for and give us the ability to be a part of the salvation of their children, God. In your name, we thank you right now. We ask that that yes, blood cover yes. them like never before and continue to be with them. God, we ask right now, our brother Billy and his brother with the kidney connection, God, you made them a match, God. And Father, we ask right now that when they come together, that you got the hands of the surgeon, God, that they will be able to recover, God, in uh, such a way that they won't even know that they even have been a moment they have been down. God, we ask right now, Brother Charles and a family member that has been passed on, Father, we ask right now that you touch them, God. Give them what they stand in the need of, Father. Father, there's bereavement, God, but you said to be absent from the body, to be present with the Lord. And because he is a believer, Father, we know that he rests in your bosom right now. Shout him over with that love, God, that we know surpasses all understanding. God, we ask right now that you look upon Prentice's daughter, God, that she bore that plain. We ask for traveling mercy. We bind the hands of the enemy and any works of malfunction, God. We curse it back to the root and send it back to the pit of hell which it came from. God, we thank you for traveling mercy, that she will arrive there, God, without hurt, harm, or danger. And, Father, yeah. she will come back, Father, proclaiming that it was a joyous trip, God, 
and she came yeah. back safely. We ask uh, right now that you look upon this brother that's on the way to the hospital. Father, you know the situation. And God, we know that you've already met him there, Father. And Father, we ask right now that the physician, every test that comes, there will be a result, God, that will be able to make this a speed in God and recovery be quick. We thank you for healing because you said by your stripes we're healed. And we ask yes, for the blood of healing to flow upon them right now. Father, to touch every man according to this call, God. And Father, those that will come on later, Father, that will come in contact with the God, they will reach out and cry out, what must I do to be saved? God, yes. we thank you for those, God, that may have been going through something, but a word of testimony, a word of enlightenment came, God, and they found the answer they need. We thank you for everything you're doing, and we ask right now to continue to flow with this group. We yes. thank you for everything you've done. It's in the master's name of Jesus Christ, we do pray. All Jesus. agreement say amen and amen. 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 Great night, guys. Great night, man. Y'all have a blessed week and a great weekend. See you guys Tuesday. Uh, is it Brother Jonathan? Yeah. It's on you next Tuesday. Okay. All right, man. Love you guys. Y'all be good. It's Dakota. It's Dakota. It's Dakota. Yes, sir. That's right. He ain't got no, no hat tonight. He ain't got good no hat. Win, man. Good win, man. <laughs> good win. Love y'all, bro. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Dakota, you need a hug? Hey, like, he do look like you need a hug, don't he? You need a hug? Bye. Good night. <laughs> Wait a minute. Where the hat at? Where the hat? Where your hat at, bro? <laughs> no hat, no face mask. Good night. Good night, bro. Good night, bro. Yeah. All right, bro.